Roster cuts and the Capitals call-ups help lift the caps over the jackets next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. The regular season is starting soon, and I would love to talk Caps hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about how some of the Capitals' call-ups really helped push the Caps over the Jackets. We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will recap the game. What went right and what do they need to work on? We'll talk about that. But just to get it going here, we will talk about roster cuts that were made today. Some of them a bit surprising, all things considered. Um, Listen, there are some tough decisions for the Capitals uh, that they have to make now before the start of the season, and some of those are not easy to make. Uh, One of the most surprising moves for me is how they uh, cut Nicholas Abe-Cubel in hopes of reassigning him to Hershey. Uh, He ultimately beat out Beck Malenstein and Matthew Phillips. Uh, A bit of a surprising move, all things considered, as Nicholas Abe-Cubel just signed that one-year deal in March for $1.225 million. Uh, One of the things that I like about Nicholas Abe-Cubel's game, of course, is he has a bit of a physicality to him, and uh, he really kind of stepped up and helped out the Caps uh, last season. It was one of the moves that I lauded as just a really great move for the Capitals to make, but Again, there are tough decisions that need to be made. There are players on this team that have kind of really stepped up, come out of the blue, um, and, and you know, trying to say, hey, look at us. We we deserve a spot over some of these other players that are on this team. Uh, kind of the tough position for the Capitals is, you know, when you expose someone to the waiver wire, uh, sometimes those guys can get picked up by other teams. Take a look at Brett Leeson. Take a look at Axel Janssen-Fialbi. Uh, those uh, are two players that got picked up. If uh, memory serves, Brett Leeson went out to Anaheim and Axel Janssen Fielby went out t- to the Jets. So exposing players like that that um, have a potential of getting scooped up by someone else is always a bit risky. So uh, the Capitals did make that risk, and I hope that it pays off for them. Uh, as I do see a, a future with Nick on Nicholas Abicubel, that is, on the big team here. But uh, tough decisions to be made for the Caps, for sure, as they are trying to select the right players. Do I think that Beck Malenstein played great? I think that he really kind of has come on strong, uh, has that physicality to his game. A lot of uh, you know people love that about his game. I love that about his game. And I do think that he has a future on the fourth line with the Caps. He has played that well 
And one of the things that I've talked about on the show is that a lot of players resume got a lot better. Uh, the, the players playing down in Hershey, uh, winning a Calder cup, you add Calder cup winner to your resume. And all of a sudden you look that much better. Listen, I, I think that Beck Malenstein would have maintained his roster spot with the capitals last season. It's just that he sustained an injury and there was no clear opening uh, for him onto the roster. But I think that he has deserved the spot that he has got. And I think that, you know, maybe maybe uh, Abe Kubel needs to show a little bit more. Maybe, you know, if he pops down in Hershey, uh, then, you know, he has a, a chance at being a call-up. But it is tough. And one of the things, and if you're an everydayer, you know I've spoke about this all summer, is that there is going to be a battle in camp, this camp, like none other, and it has, and it has been that, and then some, some players that have kind of come out of nowhere. Uh, you take a look at Hardy Hamid Octel. Tell me you knew about him and that he w- had a potential of being on the Caps blue line. Uh, talk about Matthew Phillips. You know these guys flew under the radar. Unless you are an extreme hockey nerd, chances are you were not too familiar with Matthew Phillips or Hardy Hamid Octel before they were on the Caps. I'm going to go ahead and say that. But uh, like I've talked about on the show, the true insiders uh, saw the potential in Matthew Phillips. Again, I talked to, and you know I heard about it with Jeff Merrick on his show. He, he spoke about what a steal for the Capitals. And uh, then I started looking at his stat sheet and, you know, I saw that he scored a bunch of goals, a bit of a small guy, but I don't really care what size guy they are. If they have a good, you know, uh, ability to score goals and be in the right place at the right time and help the Capitals win games and sign me up, I'm all in. Uh, So I think that he has found a spot on this team. Uh, The same thing goes for players like Connor McMichael, finally his year on this team. And there are still some question marks. And I know I'm probably going to get some comments on this, but Alexi Protus, listen, I know that he played in good in the last game, but I need more. I need to see more uh, consistency from him. It's not, you know, good enough to have a good game here or there. I need to see him string together multiple games uh, for me to be believing in what he's selling. Because one of the things that we know about Alexi last year is that he played so well in camp last season that uh, they couldn't send him down. So he found a roster spot, but I'm going to say that it was a bit of a bumpier ride for Lexi Protus last season. He had flashes of greatness and he's shown glimpses of what he potentially can be. But to get a sweater every night in the National Hockey League on the Capitals in particular, you are going to need to bring it night in and night out because there are outliers. There are tertiary players on this team that want spots on this team. And I think that some of them are deserving of it. Take a look at Hendrick Slop here. He's close to being there. He is really close to being there. And then you take a look at other players. You take a look at Ethan Frank. You take a look at Prisky. Um, You take a look at a bunch of other players on this team that are just right there. They are on the cusp I think, of making the roster. Um, So it's a tough move for the Capitals to have to make. And I think that, um, you know, as we go into the regular season, just because some of those players didn't make the cut doesn't necessarily mean that they won't make the team. I'm going to go ahead and put Ivan Miroshnishenko on there. I think that some players have, you know, nudged their way up above what he's bringing to this team. So um, I think that, you know, it's a tough break for Ivan. And, you know, I think, I suppose there's always a chance that he could impress here, but I see him starting in Hershey. It's just, there's too many players that have passed him by. Matthew Phillips, Connor McMichael, 
um, that, you know, I think that he's close. Again, some of these players are real close. I'm going to go ahead and say that about Hendricks LaPierre, real close, uh, but not quite there, you know, so it is tough moves. And there are a lot of uh, players down in Hershey that I like what I see. Dylan McElrath or McElrath, excuse me, physicality, dropped the gloves in the last game. I would like more of that on this team. Do I ultimately see him cracking the roster? Probably not, but I think that he is deserving of a spot if there's a call-up at some point, a tough guy out there. Um, and listen, I don't want a team that's full of tough guys, if you will, but I do like uh, players that you know are going to stand up for themselves and, and other players around them. And I like his brand of hockey. So there are other, you know, there are a bunch of players that are just right there. And uh, it is going to be a tough decision for Spencer Carberry and Brian McClellan and the assistants and whoever else is involved in this decision-making process. But you had to think that it wasn't an easy conclusion to come to, to, uh, you know, reassign Nicholas Abe-Cubell or expose him to the waiver wire in hopes of him reassigning to Hershey. Tough moves for the Capitals, that is for sure. And uh, one of the things that you have to hope for is that, you know, one of the other teams out there doesn't scoop them up. Otherwise, there you go. Tough move for the Caps. Uh, but um, I do think that he does have a spot as long as he clears waivers. And, you know, if he can work on his game down in Hershey, if he if he does not find a spot on the opening night roster, uh, I do think that he does have that future. He's just got to put in the effort. Again, they're not going to just give these positions away there are a lot of hungry players this year, more than I've seen in previous years. You know, in previous years, you could almost kind of pencil in the lineups in June or July, and it would, would, would pretty much stand uh, the way it is the starting game of the season. Not this year. This is a team in transition. This is not a team in a rebuild yet. I would say it's more of a retool. Really don't like those using those terms, but that is what it is. You know, they're plugging and playing. They're slowly integrating these players into the lineup. It's not a tear down to the studs rebuild, kind of like what you see going on with the Nationals. You can kind of see how those things can go. Um, so I do think that they are in a good position, but tough roster cuts. And I don't think that, you know, just because Nicholas Abe-Cubell is getting sent down to Hershey, hopefully that he doesn't have a spot on this team at some point, but he's going to have to earn it. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will recap the Caps jacket game. What went right? Not a whole lot went wrong. I'll discuss coming up. Our next sponsor here is Bird Dogs. And let me tell you something. I love me some Bird Dogs. Why? Because they're comfortable and fashionable. Listen, just because you're a guy does not mean you can't be fashionable. You can be fashionable. So if you have those cargo shorts, go ahead and throw them in the garbage. You should have done it years ago. Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts and are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. So if you have not picked these up yet, go ahead and do yourself a favor. You're going to look great and you're going to feel great. And as a guy, you can still be fashionable. Don't buy into that trend that I'm over 40 and I need to look like an old man. Get yourself a pair of bird dogs. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or enter promo code locked on NHL at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you.
All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NHL season starts next week. Can you believe it? Finally, and Locked On has put together the ultimate season preview for the Locked On Capitals fans. You can find this episode available now on Locked On Capitals on YouTube or your podcatcher of choice. All right, in this next segment here, we are going to talk about the Caps jackets. And one of the things that I'm going to say starting right off the bat is it was near impossible to find a video feed for this unless for some reason you lived in the Columbus market because I could not find it anywhere. I checked the NHL network. I checked, you know, all all the different places you can see it. Monumental, all of them. As it turns out, it was only available to people in the Columbus market. As far as I know, if there was somewhere else, I was not aware of it. Someone was nice enough to send me a version of it to check it out in all of its uncut glory. Uh, but in any event, it was a great game for Capitals, for the Capitals, for the call-ups that really stood out. And it was about making the most of your opportunities, like I talked about it is going to be tough for the Capitals to make decisions on who stays on the roster and who doesn't. Uh, but just taking a look at the game and who had a great game, Riley Sutter, he stood out. Uh, he had a goal and an assist while Beck Malenstein, Alexi Protus, and Hendrix Lapierre scored. Charlie Lindgren was dialed in. In that 4-2 to victory, uh, they just played so well. And it was one of the games... That, you know, it was against Columbus and it was kind of a mixed bag. You know, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not so not so good. Last season, they were quite horrible. And I got to say, it was not a great Columbus a team that I saw last night either. Prisky and Frank were both tied with Ivan Mirishnashenko for the team lead in shots for while Sutter managed three of his own. Uh, So this was a game that was seeing all kinds of production uh, from a lot of different players that were really dialed in and trying to make the most of their opportunity. Beck Malenstein, like I talked about, probably has a spot on this roster, but Alexi Protus has really got to put the work in. He did that. Hendricks Lapierre showed up, and Charlie Lindgren did what he always does, showed up in beast mode, showing ultimately why the Capitals picked him over other viable options down in Hershey. Not to say that, you know, Hunter Shepard couldn't do the same thing, but Charlie Lindgren standing on his own is one great goalie, probably could be a starter in the National Hockey League on another team. I do believe it. Washington outshot Columbus 39 to 23, and half the battle is just getting those shots on net. And uh, they were able to get him on net, and as it turns out, their goalie wasn't up for the task. Weird how that works out, right? Uh, But it was a great game for the Capitals. Again, they play them again on Saturday. And then we start the regular season next week. Can you believe it? I'm really going to be interested to see how this team performs in the regular season under Spencer Carberry systems. The more and more we get removed from Peter Laviolette, you saw there were a lot of flaws with the way he did things. But put that in the rearview mirror. This team was dialed in, and we are starting to see just a glimpse of Spencer Carberry hockey. And I like it. I I really do like it. And you want to know why I like it? Because I like his systems. I like what I've seen on the ice. And I like that they have all the players engaged. There's not all this mumbling like, you know, I like him. He's a a good guy. Talking out of the side of their mouth. You can see a real exuberance, a real excitement to be playing on this roster. Despite the fact that a lot of other people around the league have panned them already. They haven't even played the first game of the regular season. But I do think that they have what it takes to prove a lot of people wrong. But about the game in particular, 
that's what helps, you know, build this excitement in, in me. So taking a look at the lineup, Ovi Lop here and Mirishnashenko on the top line. Pretty good. I like that. Almost would like to have seen McMichael on that top line, but it doesn't matter. Mantha McMichael Phillips on this uh, second line, uh, Protus and Frank. The other name is missing uh, on my sheet here. I'm sorry. And Malenstein, Sutter, and Abe Kubel on the fourth line. So a good glimpse. Obviously not going to be the lineup for the start of the, the rest of the season or the start of the regular season, rather. But it was intriguing to see OV playing with LaPierre and Miro. I liked it. I saw. I liked what I saw out there. Uh, I do think that, you know, Miro has some growth that needs to take place, but he played pretty good, all things considered. Uh, Mantha, he's still going to have to prove it. He is still not a proven commodity on this team. He's one of the guys that might be on the outside looking in. You know, he has shown flashes, and I hate to say that a lot, but he's shown flashes or glimpses of greatness. But that's kind of the MO on Anthony Mantha is flashes. It needs to be sustainable. Another player that really stood out for me is Alex Alexiev. He understands what's at stake to find a role in this team. He has seen that Hardy Haman Octel has stepped up. He pretty much had his name circled like a lot of other Capitals fans as having a, ro a role on the blue line with the Capitals this next season or the season that's coming up here. But then all of a sudden, Hardy Hum and Octel came. And all of a sudden, Joel Edmondson came. And a lot was in question. Uh, some of those things have been answered. As we know, Joel Edmondson is not going to start the season with the Capitals due to injury. He's going to miss four to six. But if he is even going to have a hope of being a seventh defenseman, he's going to have to step up. And I believe he's done that. Uh, but it wasn't just him. There was a lot of great performances out there by Hum and Octel, Prisky, it was a real great game, all things considered, and a lot to be happy about uh, as a Caps fan. But taking a look at Sutter in, per in particular, multi-point game, what did he add? He added speed to that fourth line. Some not, sometimes not always the hallmarks of a fourth line, but he did that, and he assisted on Malenstein's first goal. And one of the things that I liked about him is that he was charging the net, a shorthanded goal to give his team an insurance goal. So he did get a goal a little bit later in the game there. Uh, but all things considered, I think that he played one heck of a game. And there is a lot to like about his game. That is for sure. So again, that is what is making it difficult as we take a look at this roster is there are a lot of players uh, that are really vying for that. Prisky was moving the puck well. Another guy that's looking to find a spot. He did his best to keep the play alive. Sometimes when plays are dead, he he found a way to, to you know shoot it to another person to keep it alive. That's what we like about him. He kept the play alive in the offensive zone while making plays on the fly. Uh, and then he also picked up an assist on Alexi Protus' backhand and a rebound off the initial point shot. So putting himself to succeed, putting himself in a position to stand out, that is what he did. And that is why there's a lot to like about Prisky's game and why it makes it that difficult. McMichael, who I do believe has solidified his spot on this team, has had a real strong camp. Make no mistake about it. He has entered into this camp with swagger, with confidence. He says, I'm a lot more motivated to come in and win that spot. And obviously, I hope to stick here all year. I came in this year with a lot more confidence in my game, just like I said. And just those little details like in the wall work have been helping me. And he has definitely seen a lot more confidence. And I think that that confidence is contagious. And uh, I, I really like his game. And I do believe that he has found a spot on this roster this year 
He's got to stay healthy and he's got to keep his foot on the gas. He has, he cannot lose uh, focus and, you know, and not forget about ultimately what got him here. This is a Connor McMichael just a game before had 10 shots on goal. Definitely a shot across the bow of the Capitals brass, the decision makers to say, hey, look at me, take notice. I'm here. I belong here. Do you see me? Do you see what I've done? 10 shots on goal. You know, that he's not mailing it in. That's what we like about him. Uh, so what else do we like about him? Connor was great at center, winning 11 of 14 draws, endearing himself at that center position. I do believe that it's going to happen this year. He also got an assist shorthanded while helping Sutter crash the net on a late penalty kill, and he got time with Ovi and Mirish Nishenko. It's got to be just a great feeling for Connor McMichael to finally see your dreams come to fruition. It's finally going to happen. So many great things. And then taking a look at Charlie Lindgren, always playing great out there. And, you know, last night was no exception. 21 saves on 23 shots. That is good for a .913, excuse me, a .913 save percentage. He was agile and flexible and always put him himself in a position uh, to do great things. And I think that he is poised to have a great season for the Capitals. We know that it is going to be Darcy Kemper getting the start who killed it uh, in the last game as well. So I do think that the goaltending department is locked down and great things will follow this team. That is for sure. All right. So coming up here after the break, we will talk about how it was the Caps call-ups that really stood out and uh, ultimately proving why they belong on this team. It is going to be an exciting season. Make no mistake about it. I think you're going to see some youth sprinkled in with this experience, and I'll discuss it coming up. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do whatever it takes to get a winning product. It's the same thing with a business. If you're building a roster to win the league, then you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employees, excuse me, employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Listen, if you are in HR, don't spend your time going through a bunch of paper applications. That is why you need Indeed. So visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. You need to hire. You need Indeed. <clears throat> All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the regular season starts next week, and if that doesn't get you excited, then you're probably not a hockey fan. You're definitely not a Capitals fan. So a lot of excitement for me, and you know, it, uh, like I talked about in this show, it was the call-ups standing out. It wasn't Ovechkin, it wasn't Oshie, it wasn't Backstrom. Sure, they played well, you know, the players, the veterans that were in the game, but it was the young guys that were in there that really stood out. And that is what is excitement. As we hear all the time with this team, it's an old team. It's getting, it's the second oldest team in the league, but there are a lot of great players in the wings ready to prove what they have. And I really think it's going to happen sooner than later, catching a lot of people by surprise. Like I said, Alex Alexiev had a great game. 
played steady, looking good alongside Nick Jensen on the top pair. And Lucas Johansson added some great speed and solid play to the game. Another great piece. It's going to be difficult on the blue line. Make no mistake about it. Two young guys there. Alex Alexiev, Lucas Johansson, two young guys that were really looking for their opportunity. I think that they will have their opportunity. Lucas Johansson, not so sure he breaks camp. He might, but it is going to be ba a battle and it is going to be, you know, not an easy thing. Dylan McElrath had a fight and a team leading three hits. These young guys, these guys from Hershey coming up and really making their mark encouraging. Why is it encouraging for me? Because let's face it, this last season, there was a myriad of injuries, suffices to say. And guess what? This Capitals team suffered. And, you know, you could also say it was because of Peter Laviolette. But if they had the needed depth down in Hershey, which now is apparent that they do, as we see in camp here in preseason games, then it's plug and play. I'm not going to say it's going to be flawless, but you have someone like Dylan McElrath down in Hershey. You have Prisky down there. You have all these different options out there. Um, you take a look at uh, Ethan Frank. You take a look at Alexiev. You look at Haman Octel. You look at Lucas Johansson, Dylan McElrath. I'm just talking about the players that were in the last game alone, not to mention the other players in the other room. Ivan Mirishnashenko. These are players, uh, I think there's you're going to see quite a few players this season that cracked the roster, even if it's not the opening night roster, you will see Miro at some point this next season. You will see Lucas Johansson at some point. I think that, you know, and some of this is also going to have to do with a clear waivers. If some of them get sent down to Hershey, there's a lot of moving parts. And as I record this at 530 local, that's what I know. There's still some pieces moving, but the gist of what I'm saying here is this is going to be a team of youth and it is what helped lead the Capitals over the Jackets last night was the youth on the team. And that's what's exciting for me. And as Caps fans, that's what should get you excited as well, is despite the fact that a lot of people around the league dub this team as this old team, and it's Ovechkin, and it's Backstrom, and it's Oshie, and there's nothing they can do. They don't know about the players that I spoke about in the episode tonight, that there are players in Hershey, and players in ECHL, and players that are draft picks that are percolating in their respective leagues that are going to be poised to help this team, some of them this year, I think a lot more next year and a whole lot more the year after that. This is an exciting time to be a Capitals fan because it is not a carbon copy team. It's not a rubber stamp roster every year. It's not going to just be Ovi Backstrom, oh, you know, Carlson, you know, that kind of thing. There are players on the outside that are fighting for roles. Some of them are going to find it. Listen, if you are a, a, a Capitals fan for a long time, you know there has been some great reluctance to plug in some youth. Not the case now that Spencer Carberry's at the helm. I think that he knows these players. He has the experience. He has their trust. And I think because of that, that trust, and also that he's a younger coach, that they're going to get the most out of these young players. This is an exciting time to be a Capitals fan. And make no mistake about it, the Capitals won the game last night because the youth on this team is what sealed the deal. I mean, there were some veterans playing, of course, but it was the the rookies. It was the prospects that really popped off the page. And that is what has me excited as a Capitals fan. Again, they're going to have another game Saturday. It's going to be one to watch as it is going to get tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter until we get to the regular season. 
And then that is what's going to be the crescendo of greatness to see what this Capitals team has. The best of the best versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. First game of the season. Who could ask for anything more? Surely not me. I'm pumped if you can't tell. So Caps fans, hold your head up high. This is going to be one heck of a season. And I've got you covered the entire way. Listen, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only podcast for the Washington Capitals on a daily basis year-round. So thank you for everyone that, that has followed me through the offseason and this season. Thank you for making this the number one daily podcast for the Capitals year-round and I hope you're with me for the trip the rest of the season. Listen, I want to thank you once again for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'll talk to you next time.